You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hell, I suck at dating with Jared. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. My name is Jared Haben. Dean Ungler is taking the week off. Pretty sure he's traveling somewhere in the world uh, in his van, obviously, on the continental United States because the van doesn't swim. Uh, I am joined uh, by my wonderful guest co-host this week, uh, you know her from her time on Colton season of The Bachelor and most recently on Bachelor in Paradise where she left engaged. It is Katie Morton, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Round of applause yeah, for her. <laughs> What's up? Hi, guys. Don't sound so enthused. It's me. I know. It's early. We were recording live from Carneros Resort in Napa Valley, California. Um, also, just a quick shout out. Uh, to all the firefighters currently fighting the blazes in San Francisco, Napa, Los Angeles, uh, being here. Uh, Ashley and I flew in from Boston. Uh, flying here was a little nerve-wracking, but they have done an incredible job, um, all of the firefighters out there bl- fighting these blazes, and I just wanted to do a quick shout-out to them and thank them for everything they do for us because uh, we sure- certainly should not take it for granted. But moving forward from that, we are in Napa Valley. It is a beautiful day out. And we have some incredible guests joining us in studio today. Uh, They are here to talk about their brand new dating app called Scene Dating. You might know them uh, from the same franchise that we were just talking about, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelorette, even though nobody remembers Joe from Bachelorette. (laughs) It is Joe and Kendall. Hello. Hello. Oh, I just said yay. 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 We're here. So what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Have you been yes. on this podcast before? Um, I have never been on this podcast. This is I, my first. I'm trying it's to think. I don't. I think I have. Yeah, yeah. I, I have been on. <laughs> I'm like looking back. It was oh way my god! Back you when, and I. Yes, I we co- I co-hosted with you a long time ago. Wow, that yes. was the first time I ever co-hosted Help I Suck at Dating was with oh, wow. you, Kendall. Man. Wow. That's right. I forgot about that. So now we're back. Now we're back. Now we're Full back. circle moment right <laughs> here. But now you guys are back. Talk a little bit a little bit about this new dating app called 
scene, which is the transparent dating, which means a new, innovative, and honest approach to dating, which allows singles who are serious about dating an opportunity to match on human connections and chemistry, and that means more real connections, which is what we're all looking for. So if you're tired of relying on a contrived profile and a set of might look like me, but might not look like me pictures, Scene reveals a potential partner's complete personality and charisma and lets you choose. So let yourself be seen and enjoy the safest, most positive, and respectful dating environment ever created that you guys are part owners of, correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we are. And I think the reason why we connected so much with it is because we are no strangers to having a very public relationship. Um, so the premise of scene is, and the reason why it's so much different than all the other dating apps is because it's a dating app where all of your conversations and video chats are public for everybody else that's using the app. So you are seen literally by every other Whoa. person that's using yep. the app. That seems invasive. <laughs> it, well, it's scary. It's it scary. It is scary. That's scary. Hey, it was scary going on the show, but what I found with being in a very public and open relationship is that you're almost forced to be completely transparent, completely honest, mm-hmm. and I think you almost face what you actually need in a relationship a lot sooner. And yeah. what this app does is it gets rid of the jerks. You know, it gets rid of the people the that ghosters. are on there to ghost and to just hook up or to send dick mm-hmm. pics or whatever they're doing these days. Yeah. But this is for an app for people that seriously want to date. And, of course, it's going to be a little uncomfortable at first. But I feel, at least coming from, like, the dating world that we came from, it only works out for the better. How? Coming from your guy's background of Mm -hmm. being in the public eye, dating in the public eye. Now, other people who are not used to that are going on this dating app. And their relationships, or at least their conversations with other people, will be public. Mm -hmm. So what is it about that specifically that you guys think will better the relationship? Because for me, it was very difficult to let my guard down. And because I never would do that, it would be hard to actually date. So once I was able to open up and be myself and be more comfortable, I was able to actually find a meaningful relationship. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you find strength in vulnerability. And the more you share your vulnerability with other people who are going through the same thing, the more you can find connection. So... um, I mean, it is a little weird at first, and it was yeah. a little weird at first for us, but I think we really connected with this app because we saw so much positivity from our experience publicly dating that I think that um, it's something that's needed in the dating world today. So it provides transparency, essentially. Yes. Completely. Completely. Okay, cool. That and it's fun. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, who wants to do something like every other dating app? At least, you know, this is... Scary. I, I think it'd, it. I think it'd be cool to find out what other people's opening lines are. Yeah, yes. that's what yeah, I'm, I'm like, curious. I'm kind of nosy now. I want to. I want to get on and check out what is being shown. Well, you right. could. Anybody could watch. Anybody could go on it. Ooh. It's only right now. You could only participate if you're in the Los Angeles area. But we're um, spreading to different cities soon. Yeah. So, but right now it's in LA, and we're excited <laughs> for it to creep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna be on the dating app, just watching what's going on in the yeah. dating world. Joe and I have a profile together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a joint what we're profile, doing. I'm and we're just watching it. like everything go down. It's actually really interesting, and I feel like it's almost there's like almost like a sense of a community on the app because. Mm-hmm. You can talk to people that you want to date. You can also talk to people that you want to just have 
be friends with. It's not, it's just so much more than just a dating app. Right. Um, and it's just such an, such an interesting concept. Yeah. So that's cool. And like, here's the thing. Like, let's say you, Jared, you were out and you got wasted. And, <laughs> uh, every Tuesday. You know, <laughs> and, and you went on the app and, and you t- texted someone that you were into and you said things that were stupid. And you okay. don't want people seeing. And you don't want people seeing. You have the option to take it down. Yes. But then everyone will see that you did take it down. So oh. if you do, if this is a normal occurrence, then. It causes there to be red flags, which yeah. there should be if you're taking down all of your conversations. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to talk. But I think the only, what I'd be nervous about is if I did drunk text that night, mm-hmm. texted something that I didn't mean, went public on the app. I wouldn't notice it till the next morning. Well, same thing so can be said w- with stories that you go on, like with Instagram. You yeah, it's I mean? the same thing with Instagram. Yeah. It, oh, it's the same thing with every social media. Yeah. yeah. Instant or Twitter, you know, yeah. anything. Um, but you just have, you have the option to delete it. Yeah. Well, I like, I like that safe. because it gives, it holds people accountable. Yes. Exactly. Right. Just yeah. like social media does. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when you tweet something dumb when you're drunk, it's out there for the public viewing, for screenshotting, right? So a lot of people are a little bit more self-aware now, even when they're drunk, about what they post on social media. And I think it will force them to do the same thing with also, scene. Yeah. yeah, and essentially it's going to bring people that are more serious because they're people that aren't seriously into dating or wanting their stuff to be seen mm-hmm. aren't going to be on there. Seen, exactly. Literally exactly. seen aren't going to be on scene. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. It's really How do I project. get involved in this? So you guys are just <laughs> I mean, making me I'm love this idea. Um, well, you can do- you can download the app on um, app like anywhere you the download Apple store. apps. Apple Store. Um, mm-hmm. So it's available now. Yeah. So okay, it's cool. exciting. We're excited to see it launch and to see po- people start interacting with the space. There's already well, some it's already on there. launched. Well, I mean, no, it's, it's already like, launched. What I'm saying is, yeah. I'm excited for, like to see more people interacting with the space and like kind of seeing how that how yeah. that transforms. Well, anything you two are a part of, I'm always interested in. Oh, thanks. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Thank you, Katie. The power <laughs> couple. You guys are such a power couple. Yeah, yeah. good vibes. So I'm downloading the app. It's yeah. like Jay Z, Beyonce, Tom and Giselle. Joe and Kendall. I'm yeah. glad Those we're, are the top yeah. three. I don't understand why it's not Joe and Kendall. I was going to say, why are we a little higher on that list? Um, so it launched in Los Angeles. How did the initial launch come out? So how mm-hmm. long has it been out there? How long have you guys been experiencing this with this is the first users week. Yes, on it? First week. Well, we've had test users. So there's been test users for a while. This is the first week that it's um, public to everybody. Yeah. So um, we're just beginning the public launch. But what we found was when we had the test, the test users, our future daters, um, is that it actually there was a lot more of a success rate with actually going on dates and actually um, planning for a second date. Mm-hmm. So in the small group of test um, test daters, there's actually two that are still seeing each other and still like making it happen. Like two very strong ones. So it's just a very successful um, match rate. That we found and there's a, you create a bio upload mm-hmm. photos so mm-hmm. very similar to other dating apps very, very much similar, like a traditional yeah. app where there is the bio there is like the swiping but you can you could swipe but you can also look at every profile that's on there so you're not limited just to who you have with your swipe yeah, you don't have to swipe yeah so you could can, so this really is a dating social network yeah. because you, it's no longer if you match with someone, then you can start a conversation. Mm-hmm. You can literally start a conversation with anybody who's on scene dating right well, now. Well, yes, you have to yes. request. So you have to request to have a conversation, and then once they approve the request, then you can start having a conversation. So it feels very safe. Like I, for me, the one thing that I like about it is I like that you. I like that there 
aren't going to be people just messaging inappropriate things mm-hmm. or um, giving things that are not wanted because it's disturbing to, <laughs> to get certain messages like that. So I like that this avoids that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people who we've talked about, uh, or, excuse me, we've talked with on this podcast mm-hmm. who are entering the dating world, who are doing dating apps, a lot of their hesitation comes from those opening conversations, not wanting to meet creepy people, not wanting mm-hmm. to receive creepy messages. And this app really takes that um, scariness and, and puts it to the side. It breaks yeah. the ice. Yeah. You know, this takes dating back to like its traditional form. It's traditional form. You know, (laughs) but it does, you know, it's more, you could actually, you know, FaceTime someone. Yes. And have that first, yeah, you can have that first conversation, which for, I never really went on dating apps, but when I did think about it, I was like, I, I would feel very uncomfortable meeting somebody at a Starbucks that I'm only texting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this person's real. You don't know the tone. Mm-hmm. And then I'm yes. going to go there and it's just, just be someone. It could that, be a catfish you know, or someone, something yeah. like that. But this mm. definitely makes it. I mean, you have to try very hard in order to be a catfish. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Lois is angry. Don't mind our dog, Lois. <laughs> um, Lois. So, Joe, Kendall, in your personal life, how's everything going? You guys are in Los Angeles now. Yes. Yeah. In Los Angeles, smoothly. We're about to go traveling, so we're about to go to um, Japan. Tokyo. Yeah, Tokyo and Kyoto. So we're really excited to travel together again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but everything's everything's great. I mean, we're busy working. Kendall has her podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my thing as usual. You know, <laughs> doing huge. doing the thing. Doing That's the good. Thing. So when are you guys getting engaged? Just tell us. Maybe pr- tomorrow. We might I'm tomorrow. Teased. It's probably going to happen in Japan. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. Don't well, put that pressure Japan. on yourself, Joe. I, I always say it could happen. It could literally happen any day. It's just, it all depends on how I'm feeling when I wake up. I'm just, yeah. every morning I wake up, I'm like, this could be the day. It could be. It could be. <laughs> and that's how it's going to be, too. It's it's going to be something where it's just a bed, in bed in the morning. Did you buy the ring? Will, will you marry me? Um, I know. That's a really, oh. that's, a, that's an invasive question, but I, I want to know. Did I buy the ring? Not yet. Katie, you're such oh. a great co-host. We only have Damn, one day. Awesome. <laughs> we only have one day till Japan. <laughs> I didn't buy the ring yet, but if you do, if you're a jewelry, oh store, gosh, don't we're looking to get hit sponsored. me up in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me Neil will uh, be more than happy to help you out on that front. But you guys can check so out Joan Kendall's new dating app, Scene Dating, which is the next generation dating app that offers complete transparency to men and women looking for the perfect match. Transparent dating means a new innovative and honest approach to dating which allows singles an opportunity to match on human connections and chemistry now let yourself be seen and enjoy the safest most positive and respectful dating environment ever created joe kendall you guys are just the best we love having you on this podcast and please come back soon well thank you for having us definitely (laughs) i would say you know drop your instagram handles but i'm pretty sure whoever listens to this podcast already follows you yeah, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. 
but I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Jared here. Dean is not here this week. He's taking a week off. Katie. Katie Morton is guest hosting with me. Uh, we are recording live in the Vineyard Music Festival with Avril Lavigne, Adam Lambert, many more. A big thank you to Joan Kendall. God, they're so awesome. They're amazing. I can't say enough. Yeah, you were just saying how you felt like you were going to be up their ass from complimenting them too much. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm right up there with you. They give me the best vibes. I really love them both as individuals and as a couple. 
I always thought I'd like Joe a lot, just seeing him on the show, how he acted, him being like a Chicago guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, after meeting him, it's just everything I ever thought I was going to like about him. I, Is I this your first time more. meeting him? No, 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 oh, okay. no. I, I met him. Uh, I can't remember actually the first time I ever met Joe. Uh, I think it was at Dancing with the Stars very quickly when he was on last year. Mm. And then we watched um, the opening of the NFL season uh, this past year uh, for the Packers Bears because he's a Chicago Bears fan. And Nick Viall was there and, and Demi came and Tanner was there and I was there and Joe was there and a couple of other oh, buddies. Cool. It was, yeah. I, I saw the Instagram stories. It felt like I was there. Oh, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, were you there too? No. I don't remember my getting that the, My friend is the manager of that bar. Oh, uh, so, from Entourage? Full. Um, yeah, well, oh. that, he owns it, the guy from Entourage. Yes. But my friend John was the bar manager. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's from Florida with me. Oh, yeah, so nice. So random. I know, that is so random. I love that place. Not to drop goal any more than we have to, but <laughs> also a big thank you to Joe and Kendall's new dating app, Scene Dating, which they're helping us record here live in Napa. Now, Katie, we didn't really get to talk to you all that much off the top because we had Joe and Kendall in here. So how are you doing? And welcome to Help I Suck at Dating. And thank you so much for co-hosting with me. Yeah, thank you for having me. I am doing really well. Um, you know, I've had my ups and downs after the show was crazy. But lately, I've finally been getting back into quote unquote normal life. What were the up and downs? Um, the up and downs were, well, I had quit my job to go back on the show because they my job simply said, mm-hmm. You can't keep leaving for a full month at a time. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Facts. So <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you, but I'm still doing it. I was it. like, I'm losing you guys money at this point. So um, it was trying to figure out, you know, how I'm going to uh, live in Los Angeles. Um, but, you know, and not seeing my family. And it was just a lot of up and downs trying to figure out what what was normal for me. Yeah. Leaving the show. Um, but. Now that I'm like kind of getting back into my routine, I'm feeling a lot more calm. I'm feeling a lot more me. And that's all a girl can really ask for. Yeah. And it's tough because like you said, you try to figure out a normalcy from after the show. And there is no normalcy, right? Mm -mm. Because like you said, you had to quit your job to go on Paradise. And honestly, thank God you did. I know a lot of people that Mm -hmm. had to do that because you go on this show, you end up getting engaged, you meet Chris. And had you not taken that leap of faith and said, okay, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do this, then who knows what would have happened in life right now and where you'd be. Right. So it is a scary venture. So were you from L.A. beforehand? No, you were born in Florida. I know yeah, that. I was, born in, I, was, no, I was born in Virginia, grew up in Florida, went to LSU, moved to Atlanta, moved to Los Angeles four years ago. So oh, I've been all over the place bouncing around. But um, I lived in L.A. for the past four years. So mm-hmm. I was in L.A. before Colton season. A lot of people are like, you moved to L.A. after The Bachelor. Everyone does that. I'm like, no, I was here. I'm so I was here. I was here, damn it. I'm like, I was here before. Um, But I've been living in L.A. Um, I live in Studio City, which I love Mm because it's a little outside of the main thing. Yeah. Um, The main thing can be a lot. Yeah. Anybody listening from Los Angeles. Suburbs in Studio City. Totally. Um, Everything's calmer, less traffic. You can walk around. That's always nice. So what was dating like before the show for you what was dating life in the great i katie morton um life (laughs) dating was katie morton life well at first i wasn't dating because i dated a guy for almost nine years nine years holy crap yeah how old are you 26 
I'm 27, almost 28. I say almost. It's in March. Like my birthday's in March. I say I'm almost 28. Well, happy almost birthday in about five months. (laughs) That's Uh, how it works, Jared. That is how it works. After the six months mark, you're almost the next age. Yeah, you're almost there. um, And then... Nine years. So when did you guys meet? In high school. Uh, Like freshman year? Yeah. And so then... You dated for nine years. So yeah, you dated there was like- a little on and off at one point because of uh, the long distance. But um, yeah, he was my best friend. And then we just grew. When you're when you're like 13, 14 years old to 24 years old, you grew, I mean, I couldn't even drive to his house when I when we first started dating. Mm-hmm. So we just grew apart as people and we were trying to stay together when we we wanted such different things. So. Mm-hmm. Um, he's amazing and we just live, we just live two different lives. We don't stay in touch really because our lives just grew apart. Of course. And and like you said, from 13 or 14 to 23, 24, those are very formative years. Huge. I mean, you start driving, you start drinking, you go to college. There's a million things that happen in between then. And then even after Colton season, I dated for a little bit. Um, I was dating a guy for a few months and he was great too. And then things just like happen and, life happens and sometimes you just don't know you don't know why but um things push you in certain directions and and then and then i got engaged and then you got (laughs) and then all of a sudden i was in a dream and got engaged and um and now i'm here and i feel a lot better than i did i know a lot of people the last time they saw me was the reunion i don't post a lot about my relationship on social Mm -hmm. why is that because um well mainly because we were just trying to figure it out at first we didn't know if we were going to be together after that reunion it was trying times i tell you um and i'm like you know what we need to kind of take a step out of the public eye for a second and see do we want this is this something like like let's be in reality now not paradise Mm -hmm. what's reality for us um are we going to work through any of the the difficulties we're going through because chris was sick for a little while so um are we going to work through this? Because this is what life is about. This is what marriage is about. And we need to, everyone else needs to be out, even though I know we presented our relationship to the world. I know that's what you do when you sign up for reality television. But for me, I needed to, I needed to step out of it for a second just to give my relationship a fair chance. Mm -hmm. And, um, and now I'm here and I feel like that was the best move we could have made because we truly were enjoying each other's time and, working things out and now we're going to restaurants and just enjoying we just enjoy now Mm -hmm. without having to like bring out our phones or anything and i'm sure i've i've um posted a few things lately but we just wanted to like see each other's families and just spend quality time so so it's been nice do you think the pressure of the show not just from the show itself but also from the following right oh my gosh so do you think that was weighing on you both for a while and then that's why you felt like you needed to kind of like take a step back and really just try to focus on each other yeah and i'm very um i'm very blunt sometimes um sometimes i feel like (laughs) almost borderline like it's controversial sometimes so chris at one point we're talking about social and what we were going if we were going to post or whatever and um I was like, you know, I don't feel comfortable posting until I feel 100% comfortable saying I'm so happy in this relationship because Instagram is a highlight reel for so many and I don't want people to get the wrong idea. And um, 
so yeah yeah it's tough i i think about it in my own relationship as well about it is this highlight reel that you post because i'm not really posting about the bad times that ashley and i have which there are difficult mm-hmm. times just like any relationship has right so a lot of people compare themselves to other people that they follow on social media and obviously you shouldn't do that because like we just talked about social media kind of is this highlight reel of relationships right but you also want to be real and right. so i understand where you're coming from i think for me it's it's hard to really post any type of like dark times or difficult conversations ashley and i have because i don't even know how to yeah do how that. would you even go about doing that and then even for us the times so we also are long distance which that makes it harder to post the quote-unquote highlight reel because let me tell you the highlight reel is us going to dinners in dark restaurants mm-hmm. and i'm not going to have him take a flash photo of me in a dark restaurant just so i can post it <laughs> and that's like those are the good times that we have other than that we're chilling on the couch watching tv and i don't think to tell him like hey like let's get out our phones or like let's let's call someone over to take a picture of us chilling on the couch watching TV because we go pretty much from the couch to dinners. Yeah. And um, when we spend time together, we just are hanging out at home. We don't do like, I guess (laughs) fun events yet. We don't do those fun activities. Um, We just spend quality time. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a personal question. Yeah. I think it's okay to ask. Yeah, it's okay. But in your relationship with Chris, do you think that you guys got engaged too soon? I do believe that part of both of us felt that it was a little soon. It was a little bit of pressure or a little bit, uh, a lot of it. But, <laughs> um, but I try and go with my gut and I was praying on it when the hotel in the hotel before. And I I just was praying that I was going to make the right decision. And I knew that this was a man that I could spend the rest of my life with. And I had never imagined that my engagement day would look like that anyway, because mm. with a hundred million cameras in your who, face, who like, does? you don't actually imagine it's going to be that way. And when I was staring at Chris during this time, like I knew that all the boxes were checked. And then I knew that my feeling was, the feeling was there. And that's not, to say that this is relationship that's going to fail at all. That's not to say that we're going to be not engaged soon. That's just, we leaped into something that we might not have been as ready for as we thought, Mm -hmm. but it actually pushed us to do all of the hard stuff up front, which um, I'm actually pretty thankful for. Yeah. It, it brings up a question in my head. So Vanessa was a co-host on this podcast and there was a story that came out over the past week that Vanessa was talking about conversations she had with Nick while she was on Nick Viol's season because Vanessa ended up getting engaged in Nick when Nick was The Bachelor. And they had conversations about Vanessa saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't get engaged on the show. Maybe mm. we should just date off the show as boyfriend, girlfriend, because I'm not sure if we're there yet. And Nick was coming from the other side and he's saying, I want to get engaged on. The sh- I want to get engaged leaving this. Because once you leave this show, there's so much exterior pressure mm-hmm. that he felt like the ring would help hold it together, hold it together and make them come closer. Almost like force you to try harder because you have uh, a something. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It just you have that that bond. You guys are engaged. So you'll take it a little bit more seriously than you would yep. if you left boyfriend, girlfriend. Yep. And I think that that is a little bit part of it. Do you think um, that happened with you guys? I think to an extent. I think to an extent, me we're both realists, and um, 
I do think that a little part of it was that with both of us in the back of our minds. We took it very, we take it very seriously. By no means is the ring like a, I'm going to just try a little bit harder ring. But because for me, a ring means this is someone I can see myself marrying. Um, But yeah, with the pressures of just, I honestly think if we would have left boyfriend and girlfriend, I don't know how it it would have been too easy to be like, okay, let's just not talk right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you're married or when you're engaged, you, f- you fight harder for things. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Honestly. Well, that's really nice to hear. And these I, are good I questions, you. Jared. You know, I I'm try. Like, you're putting me under like I'm, my mustache is sweating. I try to bring the heat. <laughs> You don't have a mustache because this is a podcast and no one can see you right now. My upper lip is sweating. To clarify, there is no mustache on Katie. Um, But just to clarify your relationship right now, you guys are engaged. Mm -hmm. You guys are in a much better place because obviously at the reunion, you weren't wearing the ring. It was this whole thing. Ash, sorry, I'm being very distracted right now. Ashley's being very in the room with us, and she's being very animated, like waving her hands. I just hate the no ring thing. I'm just responding to everything, and so, like I can't say anything, so I'm just making facial expressions, and, and I know Jared's annoyed at me. It's not. It's just more like I. Th- it, it feels like you're trying to tell me something. <laughs> no, there's like so many things that I feel like we have to censor about our lives, and I'm I just know. like calling bullshit on so much over well, here, like while waving my hands. This calling the- bullshit to this- me. No, not oh, to you. Not to you. <laughs> not to you. Like, what? No, Ashley? not oh, to you. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I'm like, the ring thing, don't make me. The ring thing. Oh. Well, Ashley, stop badgering my guest okay, host. Okay, I'm just going to sit here straight face. Thank you, Ashley. It's fun to listen. Oh, well, that's No, I love Ashley. I know, what you're, I know what you're thinking. I'm yeah. thinking the same thing. All um, right. I like to keep my ring on. Okay. I'll say that. All right, good. <laughs> okay. That is good to know. All right, perfect. But you guys are doing the long distance thing. You yeah. were just in Chicago. You, I saw that. You know, I freaking love Chicago. It's the best city. And I, d- I, have to, I have to take a moment to say I love Chicago because let me give a shout out to Portillo's really quick. <laughs> That's so, where we went, right? I have to say it. Portillo's? Portillo's? Have you? Uh, oh we went to Giordano's. 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 Yeah, Giordano's. And then we went to one other one that I can't think oh, of. I, but. I can't say enough about this chocolate cake shake and the hot dogs. I, I can't. Did you guys do the river? The no. So when, oh, oh, do it. Oh wait, I'm no. Oh, we did do. You. We did do the river. Oh, it's we, awesome. We um, we took the boat out ourselves with his sister and his brother-in-law. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, you can like rent the little the thing to go in downtown. I saw the little right? taxis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go like through the city. Yeah, it's amazing. Dude, Chicago's the best. Oh, Chicago and Boston are my two favorite cities. We did I a helicopter for his birthday when we were in hiding. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and. Uh, I don't know. Chicago is really cool. You guys posted cool. about that, right? You recently we did, posted we about did. that. Yeah. Um, it was really cool, but I'm gl- I want to go see it now that we don't have to hide. Oh, yeah. Now you can just be out in the open, mm-hmm. living life, wearing your ring, having good times all around. Yep. Um, so, Katie, you're also a former dancer. Yes. I read that. Uh, yeah. So my question is, Katie, as a former dancer, how do you feel Hannah's doing on Dancing with the Stars? I think Hannah's doing really well on Dancing with the Stars. I think her and I are very similar and we're hard on ourselves, very hard on ourselves. Um, I think she could give herself some more grace. She's really good at giving other people grace and she doesn't give as much to herself. Um, performing when you are constantly being judged and you and she's very competitive, it gets hard. And as a, I mean, I'm still technically a professional dancer, um, I don't well, do it. Badass. I don't do it as much. Um, but it's 
takes the fun out of it a little bit when it's about winning Mm -hmm. as with everything. So as much as she wants to let herself go and just be and just perform, that's part of the hard part of being a professional in it is you gotta, you gotta think while you're doing it as well as feel. And it makes it super tough. So I under, I kind of feel for her right now because I understand where some of the, this she's scrutinizing herself a little bit in it, but that's, that's just the struggles and she'll 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 crawl out of it. Yeah. For sure. I mean, you're really, really close with with Hannah. You yeah. and Demi were on the first episode of her Bachelorette season. Lois yeah. is just freaking out. Lois Lane. Lois Lane, our dog. She's just growling at some people. Don't mind her. She's very harmless. She's like 10 pounds. Uh, you can flick her off the table if she gets mad. Anyway, moving forward, you're very close with Hannah. You yes. got you and Demi were on the first season of the batch, uh, first episode of her season of the Bachelorette, kind of scouting those guys. <laughs> um, and so my question is, how is she doing now, if you don't mind me asking? Because the reason I asked, there's been a story about Tyler. Tyler C. posted uh, a comment under one of her pictures saying, like, go girl. What are your thoughts about that? Um, I haven't talked to her in a little bit because she is rehearsing constantly. But I did read that message she put on her Instagram. And I just, my heart was breaking for her. But she's really strong. And I know that if she lets herself dancing will be a release for the things that she's feeling. But if she um, keeps, there's enough people that are going to judge. The judges alone are going to judge. If she judges herself, it's going to make it harder. If she lets it, if she takes that, uses it to change a couple of moves within the routine and takes it for face value and just lets everything be from there and lets herself feel through the routines and lets herself enjoy this process, it's going to be a lot easier for her to handle. Did you give her any tips before she went on? Uh, no, but one... Like move your leg this way, put your arm that way. <laughs> Once she sent me a video and I told her to do some head checks, um, which is when you like kind of do your chin up a little bit, just ever so slightly every time you... I don't know. It's just more of a performance thing. Okay. Just a little extra... Pizzazz. It's almost yeah. like doing a little spirit finger. Spirit fingers. <laughs> spirit fingers, people. Bring it on um, but reference yeah, just, for anybody I, out there who's not cool enough to know that. <laughs> I just told her to um, enjoy it because it's the, it's the only time she's going to get to do it. Yeah, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Right. I mean, just ask Joe. You know, Joe had that incredible opportunity. Now, you know, there's more people coming on. So I hope she enjoys it, too. Uh, we've met Hannah a couple of times. She's awesome. Um, and I, another one of your close friends was recently uh, in the news. Uh, Demi mm-hmm. uh, just recently ended her relationship uh, with Christian, or that they ended it. I don't want to make any uh, right. assumptions about who ended it with who. Uh, but do you have any thoughts about that engagement ending? Because obviously you were on their season. You're very close with Demi. I don't know about Christian, but any thoughts? Um, my thoughts are my thoughts really just go out to them for healing because I know that this entire thing was um, brought a lot of eyes on both of them. I know it was hard to do when we were in paradise. It was, I'm sure, hard to navigate the breakup. Mm. Um and I just, I hurt for both of them because they're both really, really beautiful people. And once you get to know them, you would f- probably feel for them too. It's just, it's unfortunate, but, um, you know, people have to do things that in order to grow, you have to be honest with yourself and, um, and they are, and that's appreciated. Yeah. I mean, we talk about the scrutiny that we get for 
the public relationships that we both are in uh, and then some of the, the negatives that we have to go through. Um, and I couldn't imagine what it was like for the first openly gay couple to be engaged in Bachelor in Paradise and kind of what they had to go through as a couple. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm proud is, of them both. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a really big step in the franchise, a big step uh, in our society. Um, so while unfortunately uh, it didn't work out for them and our hearts go out to them, I think it was overall a very positive impact that they created uh, for the franchise and for a lot of people out there. Absolutely. And, you know, um, if they're not going to grow together, they're going to, they're both going to really grow apart. So, totally. um, I'm excited to see what's next for both of them. Yeah. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating, and we have some very special guests in studio right now. Now, you might know this band. They have just released their debut full-length album, Rivers, from the BBR music group Stony Creek Records. It is available everywhere right now. The beautiful, the wonderful, very handsome band, King Calloway, is in studio. King Calloway. Hey. And that's the podcast right there. Hey. <laughs> guys, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us, man. No, this we is really a beautiful appreciate home. it. You guys are just dominating the world right now, aren't you? Congratulations on your new album, Thank Rivers. You. Thanks, man. Thank you. That's Thank you. very exciting. You guys also just released a Christmas song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you so covered John Lennon's. Christmas. That's the one. Happy Christmas War is over. Yes, Happy Christmas War is over. Look what you've done. We can sing it all to you right now. (laughs) I kind of want to hear a live version of it right now. No, you don't. It's really not worth it. We didn't pay you guys. Can't do that right now. I don't blame you there. Um, So, how does everything feel? This this whole new success is kind of just like overcoming you guys. I would only imagine. How does it feel right now? I mean, you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. You guys did play Jimmy Kimmel. Mm -hmm. You guys are on uh, the Late Show coming up very soon. What song are you going to perform there? We did it. You already did it? We performed we on the Late Late Show. It was really with late. With incredible James Corden. It was really late. Really late. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you may have missed it. You missed it because it was, like it was really too late. late for me. You missed yeah. it because it was too late. It's 12.30 Pacific time. I think oh, okay. Yeah. I'm already in bed, guys. I'm 31. Yeah, You've met my well, wife, my dog. I'm exhausted. <laughs> so, dude, I know what to say when you got a dog. You, you don't stay up late anymore, man. No, you got to go to bed early because they're up early. You got to walk them. Exactly. But we performed Rivers on Corden, and it, I think it went fantastic. It looked good. A lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I had... I had a lot of fun. I wore this jacket. I know you can't see my jacket right now. It's a nice jacket. But it's a really nice jacket. I wore it on Corden. Yeah. It was great. I'm a little with you, though. I was tired while I was doing it. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I was tired. I was a little sleepy. But so it was great. Yeah. Well, Chris, who is the oldest? Is it Chris? It's who, do you think, who do you think? Luke, oh, Jordan's who? just turned It's Jordan. Jordan. No, 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 did yeah, you I hear that? I just turned 36 uh, last year. No, I am, I'm the oldest. I turned 27 February. Sorry. Um, my name is Jordan. I turned 27 <laughs> on the 15th of February. 2019, which is the day after Valentine's Day. So he's a Pisces. Oh. No, I'm not. I'm an Aquarius. What? No, you're not. Dude, I'm not. an Aquarius. I yes. Look it up right I'm an Aquarius. Is he an Aquarius? Yeah. Oh. Dude, you know that. I beat you in an arm wrestle earlier. I'm an Aquarius. Oh, okay. Well, I'm like a two weeks after him and I'm a Pisces, so maybe that's where yeah. I'm Well, happy I'm belated, happy way belated birthday to both of you guys. Thanks, man. And nice Caleb, you're well, the youngest, year. right? I am. And how old are you? I'm 19. Oh. Yeah. It's usually yeah. embarrassing to say. That's not embarrassing like, at all. Yeah. Well, it's just it's a stigma people put on me. They're like, "Oh, you're 19. <laughs> like, how are you doing any of this stuff?" Which I guess could be a compliment. I think that's but a big so, compliment. but sometimes it's like, "Are you able to handle all this?" Which I like. I don't get that, but it's whatever. There we go. But so, also, yeah. where are you but guys also, from? Uh, oh, sorry, I'm, no, I'm from Nashville. And we want to go down the line. Yeah, I'm yeah. from Gibraltar. What's your name? 
Simon. <laughs> I'm Caleb. Dude, I'm from Ohio. Been together for a year. You know my name. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll exactly. That. That's exactly. a good idea. Okay, do that again. I'm I'm Chris. I'm Chris Deaton. I'm from Nashville. I'm Simon. I'm from Gibraltar. I'm Caleb. I'm from Ohio. I'm Austin. I'm from Minnesota. I'm Jordan from Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> hey. Nah, I'm not. I'm joking. I'm from Edinburgh, Scotland. I'm Chad. I'm from Wilmington, Delaware. Nice I'm and Chad. Chad. I'm fast asleep. <laughs> Chad's asleep, right? <laughs> Chad is asleep. I'm Chad from Wilmington, <laughs> Delaware. That was like a Snorlax. <laughs> Chad is Snorlax. Uh, I think so, it's I think it's most of the time people don't know where Delaware is at too, so it's just like oh yeah, that's in Ohio, right? It's like, somewhere, yeah, it's yeah. somewhere, it's yeah. somewhere that's in the funny. continental United States, it's or it's a, an island. When one. when it's Chad there. says people don't know where Wilmington is, and I'm like, hold my beer, <laughs> I'm <laughs> from Gibraltar. That's true, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So how did you guys form? And uh, when did you form? Tinder. We were Tinder. on Tinder. Big roll. <laughs> so you guys all swiped right. Yeah. 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 Now we all had friends, and they um. And they put us in contact. Chris, I was going to tell the story of, uh, of how we actually got together. Which is, uh, we had <laughs> I'd rather leave it at Tinder. I yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We had friends the open. Uh, who told us to down, gave us the referral code for Tinder. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then no, we're here. No, we just no, had a bunch. Seriously, how'd you guys work? Yeah, we just, <laughs> had a bunch of, we just had a bunch of mutual friends and yeah. we're all on this path of music. Um, and, you know, when you live in Nashville, Tennessee, and six guys live in Nashville, Tennessee, and there's only one from Nashville, Tennessee, you realize how small the world is, right. and you realize how closely people are connected, especially in music. Simon and I share a good friend in the, in the UK. Um, I moved over to, to play drums in, on Broadway. I didn't really know what I was doing with my life at the time. Um, I'm not to, not to, excited, yeah, <laughs> not to start negative, I'll tell you. It was an amazing year of my life, but it was just kind of, you know, I wanted to go to the UK, and I met Chris, and a bunch of the guys had mutual contacts, and we all honestly just end up in Nashville like you, like you kind of would if you go to college and meet friends. We ended up in Nashville, and... We just shared like common interests. We had similar interests, and we went from there and ended up playing "Love the One You're With," which was the the blueprint for the King Calloway sound. And then I would just take it for there and so love the way you're with. Love, love the one you're with. Love the one you're with, which is yes. a cover, which is on the new album. Sir Stephen Stills. Was that is that how it all started? Really? Yeah, yeah. that was the first song that we yeah. all kind of played together. We yeah. all knew it, and then we we all love harmonies and we all love like real instruments and playing and stuff like that so all of us we kind of stacked all those harmonies together and then we kind of we just jammed it out we jammed it out because that original track like there's like there's some vocals and like hand there's not much like of an arrangement like musically to it so we put an arrangement to it and then threw a whole bunch of harmonies to it Mm -hmm. and we were kind of like oh okay I think we might have something here and so that was kind of like, I think we can go on after we played that song. We were like, <laughs> I feel pretty good. This is like kind of what we want to do, like yeah. all the harmonies and real instruments and all that stuff. So. Yeah, because you guys are individual musicians, but you guys together are this country boy band. If I would say that, would 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 that be how you guys would categorize yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I would I would say like when 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 things started coming out about us, like when we even before we started releasing music, we only had like a few pictures out, like announcing like an EP, and like oh we we just signed we signed a label deal, we're releasing our EP in a few weeks. That was like the first thing that came out in like a few pictures, and it was just like. Uh, just the six of us and people automatically were just like country boy band, boy band country boy band 
And like I don't I don't blame him. Like like it's like and I it mean was, we're it was, handsome as hell. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well if you put six good looking guys together and you start singing together, you're immediately gonna be like, Oh, it's exactly. a boy band. But then like so like ten, it's it's been ten months later and we've 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 released an EP, we've released an album, and we've played a bunch of shows over the year. And people are starting to finally get like, oh, this is more than what I thought it was actually going to be. This is a this is a band. You guys just opened up for who did you open up for their talk? Kings of Leon was it? So no. we so we we had the great fortune uh, earlier this year to open up for Garth Brooks at in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, yes. at the U.S. Bank Stadium, which was an incredible show. That's we got to we got to open up for Rascal Flats in Rascal Nashville Flats. over the over the summer and Fourth of July, and just. We, we, we've gotten to do shows like that that's just been an absolutely incredible experience. I want to know um, what was your favorite of those experiences or mm-hmm. one that really brought you guys together to realizing like, hey, this is what this is what we want to be doing. Mm-hmm. This is where we're at or Making or something that changed you guys yeah. as a band. Or- I think like sound, sound check at the Garth Brooks show in the US Bank Stadium in Minneapolis was like... Made it real? Really insane. Yeah. Because we had yeah. spent the week... Like, just really, like, rehearsing the songs and, like, obviously with, like, a lot of intent, like, just wanting to get the rehearsals up to scratch. And then we walked out for sound check and, like, Garth Brooks is walking around and he's like, I want to just be there, make sure everything sounds good. But just, I just, like, kept, like, looking around. I was like... Just taking it all in. This is insane. Like, this is massive. (laughs) And then, obviously, I I would talk about the night, but, like, it's just a blur. Like, when we actually performed, I don't even remember. Like, I just remember one moment thinking, like, I, I like was on the piano and I looked up and just tried to look as far away as I could. And I was like, wow, there's even people like as far away as that. So yeah, yeah. that's, that's so cool. Yeah, I would say like um, like we've been so fortunate the like five times five times this year to play the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and like I I remember that first that first time I think we all were just kind of incredibly nervous and excited to play. And getting the great opportunity to play the Grand Ole Opry stage, I, I, I and every time we get to do it, like we've we've played it a few times since then, and every time you you I at least for me like you get that same feeling because you realize the legacy and the and the history and the importance of the Grand Ole Opry and the fact that you get to perform on a stage like that, like it's just it's it's a very humbling and just. It's it's an honor to play that stage. So like for like for a lot of us, for all of us, it, that those moments like that has just been unbelievable in this I always story. get butterflies when you when you walk up to the building and you have to check in and you have to give the guy your ID so you can like get back and he tells you what yeah. dressing room you're in and you're like you're in dressing room 17 tonight I'm like okay yeah okay great sounds good <laughs> yeah. and I'm like it's the same guy so yeah and and so I'm just like okay he's like yeah it's just like down the hall around the corner I'm like okay great yeah, oh, like, I, I get what you mean though I get what you mean though it's like right. okay thanks I'm going into the Grand Ole Opry right yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah I get yeah. what you mean yeah. I will tell Absolutely. you as well honestly playing on that stage is one of the only stages that that I've ever performed them to say that it actually like takes your breath away I just genuinely struggle to breathe sometimes on that stage, and I've not even like ran around. I normally run a lot, and I'm sometimes like, "Why am I? Is it the? Am I allergic to something?" But no, it's not. It's the. It's definitely there's an energy inside that building, and I always come off that stage completely exhausted, and just like. I mean, you guys have had work. an incredible, and you have an incredible year coming up. So I wanted to point this out because I th- I think this is really cool. Rolling Stone. Uh, has lauded you guys for being exuberant. You bring exuberance to the stage, each taking solo parts between lushing harmonized chorus parts. And then Billboard named you guys one of the seven country acts to watch in 2019 and has since described you guys as the Eagles meets One Direction. 
They're they're very that's kind. some high praise right there. Yeah, yeah that's pretty awesome. cool. And like for Billboard and Rolling Stone to be talking about you guys and your future going ahead, it's just pretty. I don't know. I from me sitting here, it's pretty cool. It seems like you guys have something great going on, and uh, I think you guys might not, you know. You guys are just very exciting. That's all. You guys should be very excited. Thank you so much. We are very excited. And I remember when we were sent a link to that article about the artists to watch, like in 2019, Mm. on Billboard, and we were actually all on like a Southwest flight boarding positions, like C. (laughs) We were like C 38. (laughs) Oh, your your seat your seat assignment's never going to change. I was like, shit. That's never going to change. I was like, I haven't even taken off yet, and like this, I was like right by the toilet. Some dude had gone like six times, and I was like, whoa, like an artist to watch. Woo! <laughs> so yeah, it's um with every incredible like endorsement that we get from like Billboard, Rolling Stone, Garth Brooks himself, there's like loads of things that are really humbling and that we're really like you know like at the end of the day we're we're just like just in it to really work hard and like hope the message gets out. Yeah. Um, do you guys ever find that? everything's happening so fast that sometimes it's almost hard to take it all in and that you'll have to take moments where you're like, we are in Billboard. You know, you don't you don't even think about it. you're like, OK, and there's another article and there's another article. But then you have to like step back and say, whoa. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's yeah. crazy, you know, being in America and, and moving so fast and seeing yourself on a billboard and, mm-hmm. you know, seeing our name. Every, it almost felt like for a while it was just everywhere. It does still yeah. feel like that. But when you have people, Simon and I live, you know, we grew up across across the pond, which is very, very, very far, far away from where we are. And when we get people contacting us from overseas being like hey man like you know saw in an advert or saw this or i'm, I'm like this is this is crazy wow. there's people that's traveled that fast you know this part yeah. sorry that far that fast um i do think you just have to wake up and there's moments where you pinch yourself and you just kind of go this is this is actually happening so before you guys get going this is a relationship podcast so i do have to bring it back to Ooh. dating hey, mm. so two things you guys are obviously <laughs> not a boy band you guys are a country band even though i'm the reason i bring it up because i'm the biggest defender of boy bands i think backstreet boys is one of the best the greatest bands of all time and i will nice, defend that amazing like yeah. i don't i i, I am have, have they've been them? doing it for over 30 years have they, you and, seen them hey, you know what? oh i've seen them i've seen them probably at least four times this year and they're still making no, bank right. they're too. killing they're it they've killing been in the game it. for almost Absolutely. 30 years they have two yeah. of the most recognizable songs in the history of music. Who's and your favorite? Uh, oh, who's your favorite? Come on, put me on the spot. Mine's like that? Kevin. Mine's Kevin. Dude, Mine. I love Kevin. Mine's so, my favorite. Dude, Kevin's awesome. I mean, Nick is just always because like the nostalgia, like the young twelve-year-old in me wanted yeah. to be Nick Carter so bad. Of course, but growing up, Kevin is now my favorite. Dude, Kevin AJ, likes- dude, AJ is awesome. AJ is yeah. amazing. AJ's the so, man. So we have a really cool backstory. He's the man. Brian's the man. We got a really cool Backstreet Boys story. Oh please. Do so tell when me. we were like first like getting songs pitched to us in Nashville. We actually, Ooh, yes. we got this song called Just Like You Like It, and um, it was an amazing song. We were actually Great song. in the rehearsal studio, like, rehearsing the song, like, intending on putting it out on the album, and our manager came in, and he was like, well, the Backstreet Boys stole the song for it, from you. So, like, <laughs> that's actually really it's, awesome. it's now on their latest album, DNA, which is really cool, but they, yeah. they killed it. It was super cool, but that was going to be a King Calloway song. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty, again, high praise. It was either you or the Backstreet Boys right. or yeah, a country yeah. song. That's awesome. Um, they nailed it, though. It was, yeah. It's, so, it's yeah. such a great song. They, they, yeah. They, yeah, they nail a lot. Um, <laughs> but bringing it back <laughs> to, to dating, because we are a relationship podcast, uh, I want you guys out there to give the listeners um, a little bit of advice that you can pass on 
in the dating world, mm-hmm. like something you can pass on to somebody listening right now, give a little advice to them about how to navigate 2019 dating. Chad? First of all, who in here? Who in here is in a relationship? I, <clears throat> yeah, me, uh, me, me over here. Chad, Chad that is in a relationship. Married. That guy's married. Chris, Chris just got married. Chad's so in a relationship. That's, Chris is married. I just got married. Simon's in a relationship. Who is available? We're asking for. We're asking for all those ladies out here. Who's available? No one. Okay, no one's available. All right. All right. Oh, no well, no one's Hey, I'll say this. I'm the only one that is married. Okay. All right. I'll say that. Oh, me. So I've been with. Uh, okay, her name is Molly. I've known her for eight years, and um, we've known her longer, right? Didn't I've known her for maybe like nine, years. ten years. I was friends with her older brother at first. When did you guys start dating? We started dating. So um, she was a. It was the summer after my junior year, and the summer like the summer after her sophomore year. I want to know how so, you pop the question. Also, this is okay. a great story. So story. I, uh, yeah, tell me what you think. Okay, you guys gotta tell me what you think of okay. this. So rate it from zero to ten, whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> it's funny because you so, can't take it back, can't redo. Yeah. yeah. So if I don't like it, no, no, no. Tell me, no, no, no. Tell me what you think about how I did with the proposal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Tell me anything. So my family used to do like during Christmas. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get gooey or anything, but my <laughs> family used to get. <laughs> I love it. We we used to like on Christmas Eve. We used to always like everybody would light a candle on like Christmas Eve and like tell Jesus like one thing that we're thankful for, mm-hmm. and so, um, she I I had been with her for like seven years, eight years now, but at this point it was no, at this point it was six years. So she knew of the tradition. Yeah. So I so I told my parents to pass out the candles so she thought that's what we were doing. But that's not what we were doing. It was for so she thought we were doing that and then all of a sudden I dropped down on one knee and then she looked around and he was like, Oh, that's not what we're doing. It's for her. Aww. Yeah, and then I asked her. Yeah. Were the candles lit? They were. Yeah. Romantic. That's so thank you. That's a 10 out of 10. Oh, right thank you so much. Because with proposals, <laughs> it's you. all about the thought that is put behind it. Yeah. And the surprise factor. And the surprise factor. Well, I would be honest. I thought that I was going to be like slick, like cool and like. Were you shaking in your boots? Oh, I was like, <laughs> I couldn't say a thing. <laughs> I was like awful. I was terrible. So- did you, a, did you ask the question? I did. I, I've heard stories about I guys did. like getting down on one knee and being so nervous they no, forget. So to here's ask the thing: the I did. I was able to ask the question, but the one thing I did forget to do was I forgot to hand her a ring. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot. To, I was so nervous, and my uncle actually had to be like, "Hand it over, man. Give her the ring." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Well, I'm going to keep this for a second. Uh, is it yes yeah, or no?" Yeah, but I was so nervous. I thought I was going to be so cool and collected and like suave and all that stuff, but. I was a mess, but she said yes, and she, you know. There's something about it being imperfect that makes it so perfect. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And luckily, I had, like, my family in on it, so Mm -hmm. that, like, my mom and my dad, so, like, even if I messed it up, there's still, like, candlelight and all that stuff. Like, you know, it went well. It was great. Cool. Any other tips on dating from this group? How about how about from the youngest? Oh. How's it going out there in the dating? World? I don't know, man. I'm just <laughs> trying to another figure. one of those stories. I just got done with math homework, so I don't know. We go from the married to married. Snapchat twenty four seven over here. I just Snapchat algebra two exactly. So I don't know what I'm just trying to figure me out right now. Good. Yeah. I think that's the best thing to do. Shredding R. But you're in a relationship, right? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like, she gets it. She's figuring her. I mean, it's a, no, 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 no. Listen. <laughs> she gets it. Oh, Billboard's talking no, about us. Listen, you know what I mean? No, no, no. She's she she she's playing volleyball at college. She's like, it's that weird transitional phase where yeah. like she's figuring herself out. I'm figuring myself out. So it's like super chill. It's a growing like, it's awesome. phase. Yeah, and like with us all relationships are long distance basically because yeah. we're never around yeah. so that's kind of like a different dynamic which yeah. is tough sometimes but i think i'm killing it i don't know guys <laughs> i don't know what's going on no s- no s- same deal with caleb like um uh, my girlfriend and i like we we both met um in school in boston that's why i complimented your red Sox oh, hat for a second yeah uh, did you go to berkeley i went to berkeley she okay. went to northeastern and we met on Tinder, actually, of all things. So, like, we like we started going out, and, like, we dated for, like, about a year in Boston, li- lived in Boston together, basically. But then um, when she graduated, she moved out to Los Angeles, and it was around the t- same time that I moved out to Nashville. Oh, she's an artist as well. Yeah, she's a comedian. Oh, nice. Yeah, exactly. And she's, she's really, really good. And she's really she's good. She's extremely talented. She's hilarious. She also wants to go into writing as well. She's a phenomenal writer. And um, I think, like, and so... I, I know long distance, it seems like to be more of a common thing nowadays, given that how accessible like social media and like communication is nowadays, which is great. But like, all, all, but also it's, it hinders because like, it's, it's still tough being away from the person that you really love. It's not true quality time. Ex- exactly. Like, so like, like, it like, I, I would say for long distance relationships, it's like, it's so communication is so important. Like, I will be like it's almost every night I will be up until like one o'clock in the morning just talking to her because like that's the only time that we get basically to like really have a conversation and but like it's it's worth it because like I want like I that's the time where like I want to hear about her day I want to hear about what's going on at work and like how like how like her stand-up gig went and stuff like that like that time is super important to like really just be able to communicate with another and like most of the times I have to go out and see her more than she can come out and see me, but it's worth it because like she has to work and like I have to work too. But most of the time when, when we're doing stuff at work, like, like we're going out to LA a lot of time, which is very convenient. And like, I, I realized not a lot of people get that convenience of like where people can like immediately go out and see them, whether it's like for personal time or for like for work and stuff like that. But I, I'm very, very fortunate in the fact that I can go out and see her, whether it's for, whether we're going out there or whether I want to go out and see her. Um, so I would say, like, if, if anyone listens who is in a long-distance relationship, communication and talking every – like, literally talking, not texting. Like, literally over Skype, over a phone call, FaceTime, every single day, no matter what. Like, I don't – like, it, like most – like I said earlier, most nights I'm staying up till 1, one or 2 o'clock in the morning. But that's fine. I want to do that because that's the only time I get, you know. So it's very important to do that. Chad's an amazing boyfriend. Yeah. Chad like was on the phone to her at a meet and greet once. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying we to were take photos. He's like, and he's we're trying to take photos with fans. He's like, hey baby, um, hey baby, really quick. I, I'm so I'll call you later. I'll call Gar- you later. Gar- like, give me a second. I gotta talk to my girlfriend. <laughs> the, effort, the effort is impeccable on this end, and I actually kind of love that. Um, I know we're about to wrap this up, right? Oh no. Um, um, I really love that because you know sometimes in long distance relationships I've, I was in one prior mm-hmm. to mine now, but, um, you get caught up in telling each other how, what, the, what happened during the day, as opposed to asking each other how you are. Exactly. And I love that you're staying exactly. up late to really dive deep into those conversations mm-hmm. because I think that people oftentimes are like, this is what I did. And they list the laundry list of things and then they and go to bed. And that's it. All right. Good night. Like, and yeah. that's not uncovering how people felt throughout the day or mm-hmm. what emotionally where they yeah. stand. So yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. 
Yeah, does anybody want to follow that one up? Yeah, that was really good. Thanks, I want to man. throw in a tiny. Yeah. I want to throw in a tiny thing because I've got an incredible girlfriend, and the one thing I love most about her is that she's so incredibly selfless, and I like super wish that I could be as selfless sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, crap, like I'm so self-centered, and so just she's the reminder to me that the truest meaning I know of love is to the total giving of oneself in yeah. order for the other person, and so. Yeah, I think if anyone's listening and they're like um, thinking, I would say just be ready like to give the most of yourself possible in the most honest way and to be there for that person. And that doesn't even need to be a relationship. That can be for your grandmother as well. Just yeah. be yeah, there for absolutely. Simon topped it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thanks, I think one thing that I could, one small thing to add as well is when you actually, because we are away from our partners for lengthy time, when we do actually get a little bit of time, and this goes for everyone, even if you are, in the same city or whatever with your girlfriend is to actually give quality time because I feel like we're caught up in a world now of social media where it's so easy to go on Instagram and text your buddies or play your Xbox or you know do emails or whatever and the most important thing that I can say is you know sometimes I mean my girlfriend and I took a walk last week I, I've not walked probably in, a, in, a, in the woods since I was like 10 um, but we walked around Radnor Lake in, in Nashville and it was just a really special moment where she actually looked at me and said hey let's just leave the phones in the car and I was even a bit antsy. I was like, leave the phone in the car? Like, what happens if I get lost? What happens if I fall down a cliff? What happens if a bear attacks me? Yeah. She's like, you know, you're, she's like, yeah, she's like, she's like, honey, you're, honey, you're going to be all right. And it was that kind Knowing of time. Knowing Jordan, all three of those things. That would have Yeah, took an allergic reaction. No, but it was great. And, you know, I, you learn so much more about the person that you love, be it your friend, be it your partner or whatever, in that in that moment where you just yeah no interruptions no phone calls no social media no let's put this on instagram let's do this for whatever you know just really getting to know that person and that's the best thing i can say you know when we fly home tomorrow tomorrow evening i'll put my phone face down and we'll just have a chat maybe a glass of wine watch a movie or something but just before the movie you know just kind of sit down and like chad said just really find out how their weekend was how how, because when you give someone that quality time even if it's 10 20 30 minutes an hour that fills people up yeah. you know and that's what i need as a person and i realized that that's what my partner needs and what friendship needs oh sorry and i just wanted to ask i love that but um yeah. did you guys give each other those giving keys no we didn't actually do you know there's a story behind this given key i actually so i bought this a while ago for, for myself and my mom was coming to nashville mm-hmm. um and i just thought it was really sweet to have to give a key to my mom as well because my mom lives the other side of the world so i have one key and my mom has the other one so Aww. yeah oh. so we both have the same key that's why i have it well it's awesome that's a sweet story that's cute, Jordan. yeah <laughs> that's really cute cheers that's really cute that's a good one that's a good one that's a sweet thing come on now i really can't thank you guys enough for coming on uh no, of course thank, thank you, you. Yeah, thank you you guys are awesome super talented really nice uh, everybody can check out their album Rivers uh, wherever you get albums pretty much iTunes you can also check out their brand new song their cover of John Lennon's Happy Christmas War is Over which I listened to last night and thank you guys I went on a binge of listening to Christmas music after that <laughs> yes, and it's only it was right. only November 1st but that's okay <laughs> Merry uh, Christmas and uh, yeah you guys might have opened up for Rascal Flats and Garth Brooks but I feel like somebody's going to be opening up for you guys pretty soon so thank best thank of luck you, in your right. future thank super thank excited you for you guys and thank you for coming on the podcast. Of course. Thanks, thanks, thanks for you. having us. Thank you. Well, that will do it for our episode of Help I Suck at Dating. A big thank you to, of course, Katie for guest hosting again. Yay. Thanks You're for having best. me. Of course. It. 
We want you more often. Uh, that sounded weird. Anyway, big thank you to Joe and Kendall, the beautiful couple who we love. Big thank you to King Calloway. Of course, you can get their new album, Rivers. Uh, and you can also check out their new Christmas single, the cover of Happy Christmas, War is Over, the John Legend. Huge hit. John Lennon. Good God. I don't know why I said John Legend. Uh, the the John Lennon song, excuse me. Um and so, again, a big thank you to all of you listeners. Please keep emailing us at isuckatdating at iheartmedia.com. We appreciate and love all your emails, and we appreciate you all for listening to this podcast. And please tune in next week where hopefully we all suck just a little less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.